you're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Zach Bechtold and Matt Franks. If you'd like to learn more about the Bearded Theologians, you can go online at beardedtheologians.com, where we have past podcasts, blogs, and a couple items for sale. So check us out, beardedtheologians.com. Thank you for listening, and enjoy this week's show. You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Matt Franks and Zach Bechtold. So uh, this week on the podcast, uh, we're looking at um, the Psalms again, and um, Psalm 119, 105 through 112 um, is one of the lectionary readings for this week. And, um, you know, as we're kicking around, this is the one that spoke to us the best. Um, You know, they're all good readings this week and encourage you to to look at that. But um, the one that spoke to us to feel like we'd have a good conversation was 119. Um, so, Zach, um, I'll let you kick us off with reading it, because uh, it's what you do. And so, Zach, let's, uh, why don't you go ahead and start us with the word today. Sure. Uh, so, Psalm 119, verses 105 through 112, uh, you'll recognize uh, the first part of this for sure. Uh, Your word is a lamp before my feet and a light for my journey. I've sworn and I fully mean it. I love that part. We'll come back to it. Uh, I will keep your righteous rules. I have been suffering so much. Lord, make me live again according to your promise. Please, Lord, accept my spontaneous gifts of praise. Teach me your rules. Though my life is constantly in danger, I won't forget your instruction. Though the wicked have set a trap before me, I won't stray from your precepts. Your laws are my possession forever because they are my heart's joy. I have decided to keep your statutes forever, uh, every last one. Um, what sticks out for me, you know, like I said, we, we know the first part of this, your lamp, uh, your word is a lamp unto my feet, right? Uh, beautiful song there. Um, but I, I love so much about this because it, it talks, uh, I'm not a rule person. Uh, I have a love hate relationship with rules. Uh, and that seems to be where this revolves around, but it's, it, it turns that corner, it changes the narrative that, uh, we take on what and who God calls us to be with joy, not with shame and guilt or fear, but with this joy of here's who God has called us to be. Here's what God has called us to, uh, even though it uses this language of laws and rules um, that at least I, I struggle with a little bit for a, a few reasons. Um, but I, I love the joy in which this uh, portion of the psalm is written with that it's all sp- uh, springboarded off with your word is a lamp before my feet and a light in my journey. I have sworn and I fully mean it. Uh, that it's it's the writer's objective to say, hey, I have heard, I have seen uh, who you're calling me to be and what that looks like. And I I mean it. I'm going to follow you. Uh, God, and I, it's not just lip service, it's I'm going to follow you and live into this the best ways that I can um, each and every day. And I think something that we don't do well as people uh, is is actually mean what we say, right? Uh, oh, I'll, I'll tend to that later, you know, or I'll do this or I'll do that, I promise you. And we don't live into those things 
very well uh, because we're human and we're fallible and we mess up sometimes but there's a lot of lip service we give as people uh to one another and to god of oh, i'm gonna do better oh i'm gonna do that and we don't uh, and i think that's something that the the psalmist does well here to say hey no no, no i really mean this uh i really fully am going to live into who you're calling me to be So as I was thinking about this, I was thinking of, of you know, and then in the New Revised Standard Version, um, the word ordinances pops up two or mm. three times, two times. And uh, that's an expensive word. It is an expensive word. Um, and, I, and I think about ordinances and I think about where we're at in the time, you know, like, you know, cities are, are bickering at each other because of the ordinances that they're trying to enact to keep people safe. And, and I think of that word ordinances um, as a sense of, of, a, of, of um, a rule that can like take care of us. Like we have ordinances to protect us. And, and those ordinances that the psalmist is actually asking for are, you know, things to, to for, for protection, for guidance, for praise, for um, and, 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 you know, we, we see this, and I think this is one of the problems with it. Cause we, um, we have that Amy Grant song stuck in our heads and I'm sure you're humming it as you think about your word as a lamp on it, um, to my feet and a light to my path. And, um, you've got the melody in your head. And I mean, I, I do, I love that song. It's a powerful song. And, and I think we, um, take that as just the written word. Mm -hmm. and, and, and then that's when we bring out that whole um, struggle that we have with scripture of like the authoritative word and, and how do we live within that authoritative word when there are rules of oppression and hatred and people have used it to cause harm and like so how do we reconcile the bible like our word um, and, and how can we say that this is a healthy book but like understand that some of these rules and ordinances that are in here are not necessarily healthy for today. Um, and, and, and that takes a lot of discernment. That takes a lot of work. That takes a lot of like deep biblical theological work that most people aren't willing to dive into, or they start and they realize like, Hey, like this is causing me to question a lot of things I was taught in Sunday school with the felt boards and, 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 and that angst is, that angst is there, but there is some growth that can happen um, with looking at those and, 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 and saying like, and, and, and trusting in God that really, you know, the, the whole idea that God will never abandon us, loves us and, and really calls us to love God and to love our neighbor. Like that's the authoritative rule that we should be guided by. So are you telling me that we need something out there that takes, I don't know, like scripture and tradition and maybe even like reason, throw some experience in there, something like that, that when we read scripture, that we can take all of that together and come <laughs> to a conclusion that's not necessarily black and light literal? Yeah, um... You know, in seminary, they called it the Wesleyan Barstool. <laughs> sure, sure. sure. Um, mm -hmm. uh, some of you may have heard it called the Wesleyan Quadrilateral. 
Mm-hmm. Um, another expensive word. Another uh, expensive word. Um, <laughs> hey, I, I pay, I'm still paying for these words. Oh, I, I hear you. Get them out there. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I think we need to, and, and even more so in regards to um, the conversations that are happening in our world right now, whether it's the race conversation or the public health, like the public health conversation, like what does it really mean to love your neighbor? I mean, it's not that hard. Wear a stinking mask. Like, I mean, I love you if you're not, if that's what you choose not to do, but understand I love you. I love you enough to stay away from you if you're not going to wear a mask. Um, and I've had I, to say that to family members. Um, I love me enough to stay away from you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's kind of interesting, you know. But and I think we need to, like, really pro. Like we have to do a better job in the church of helping people process scripture. Um, and and you know the Methodists have a great tool for it. Um, we just. I think there are those that weigh too heavily on one or the other. And that's what causes you to feel a little bit wobbly. Mm-hmm. What, I mean, and there are people that like, I mean, I know, I know people that are just like, like the Bible is it, but I also mm-hmm. know people that like, no, it's about the experience. And I know, I, I know people about the reason, like I know people that are, you know, in all those. Camps. Right. Right. And, and, and one of the things that I've been talking about a lot lately in our house is it's about balance mm-hmm. and we have to balance things out. And right now, like things are feeling like this. I mean, I don't know about you. I, well, of course you, I mean, you freaking moved into a new house. Yeah. And so like, um, we have to, we need some balance. And, and I think that that's where like this whole idea of the, the word is the lamp under my feet. I think that that's, to me, that's the guidance and comfort. Right. There. And- like the scripture is the balance, like it can balance the act, but we have to look at those other things to help us become balanced exactly and and that's the thing about it you know i talk about having a love-hate relationship with rules and laws and and scriptural rules and laws aren't exempt uh from that but it's it's taking into account all of these things that help us balance this out right uh that help us um (laughs) read something in scripture that uh is oppressive that is pro-slavery that is uh anti-women or you know whatever right and uh go uh no (laughs) we and and here's what we've learned from that right and here's where we've grown rather than uh doing our favorite american pastime and cherry picking things this is what it is um but it's not because god has moved and grown and shown us as human beings throughout the centuries uh who we are and who we're called to be and how as people uh, we create rules of, of oppression and um, just really crappy things. Um, and yet God's always, always, always pulling us beyond that. Of, no, 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 here it is. No, 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 here it is. You know, time and time again, uh, whether it's through uh, Jesus or uh, the disciples or uh, even back into the Old Testament heroes and prophets of, no, 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 this is what I mean. <laughs> here's what you're doing. Here's what I meant. Or here's where I need you to go now um, to move away from this. And uh, I don't know that we do that well as human beings. Uh, I think we mean well. I think we say well, yeah, 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 I'll, I'll, get, I'll do that. Uh, and then we don't. Uh, or it becomes too hard and we're like, ooh, I don't know about that. Uh, That's where or it like- pushes us, right? Yeah. 
That's where I like um, verse one twelve um, in the in the near advises. I incline my heart to perform your statutes forever to the end. And I'm just like, I'm inclined. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not committed. Mm-hmm. I'm inclined. Like to mm-hmm. me, that, that's the like I read right. that and I'm like, you know, God, you're like the beginning of it, it's like, oh, you're it, and then like, well, I'm inclined to. Like right. I, and but that's that's human nature. I think that mm-hmm. that's like we have to find balance, right? To to be healthier, to grow, and, and to see things in a new light does require right. balance. And and right now the world is so topsy turvy that mm-hmm. we we need some balance in our lives. Um, right. Well, and I, and I think you know the scripture pulls out too that you know, rules are those funny things where we're either going to flog ourselves in sacrifice and pain of following the rules, right? Or everything is awesome, you know? Uh, And I think, I really think the Psalm pulls out, hey, there's a middle ground here where we approach these things with joy and and reason and uh, humility that uh, God is there with us. God is calling us to these loving things and we don't have to flog ourselves when we get it wrong. We don't have to blindly follow, uh, but there's room and grace here to go, oh, here's where we find joy in who and where God's calling us to be. Well, and I think that that's where um, the idea, your idea of joy, and, and I like that, is it, but, but it's, it's, it's orienting us towards love mm-hmm. and orienting us, to stretching us to love more and to love our neighbors more and to get to know our neighbors more. And, and, and what happens when we're stretched like that, sometimes we, we run and we just, we close ourselves off, close ourselves off in our safe spaces. And we're not willing to do that stretching growth. Like you and I are both trying to be a little bit healthier. Um, this week, we both started trying to do healthy practices. Um, you started running, I've started writing and like, you know, um, we have to know how far we can go, but we have to like, in order for us to be healthier, we have to push ourselves just a little bit. So then the next time we get to that, like 1.8 miles, we can go 1.9 cause we did 1.9 and it hurt and it sucked and we paid for it for a week, but now we can do 1.9 a little bit easier and it becomes easier the further we stretch ourselves and, and we keep coming back to center and, and finding like understanding, knowing how far we can go. Mm-hmm. and getting there and saying, I can, I'll, I'll go a little bit further today and, and pushing it, but knowing that there are consequences to that, you know, through our bodies, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, you're not going to go out and run 10 miles today. Mm-hmm. Um, That's how my heart explodes. Um, <laughs> you're not going to go out and walk 10 miles a day because, <laughs> uh, you know, um, but I, I, and I think, but you'll, you could do two. Um, oh, yeah. And, and that's just, you know, that's your limit. And but knowing where knowing where our boundaries are or healthy, knowing how far we're willing to go, but then stretching, like looking and saying, all right, so when I come across this situation, can I stretch my boundary a little bit further? Mm-hmm. Can I go this far today? And, and and I think like to me, that's where God is calling us to love. Because I mm-hmm. see us, like I, I look throughout all history and then we're stretching that boundary of love and what does our mm-hmm. neighbor look like and wrestling with that mm-hmm. and being reminded that God never gives up on us and, and never abandons us. Even like sometimes when we, like I love the prayer of confession says we've, we've failed against your love. Yeah, like, yeah, like, and, and to like, we have to have some guidance, but I think that that obedience of God of living into God's way of love is the key factor for all of this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think for today, the contemplation of today would be how are you sharing God's love 
um, and stretching yourself by doing it. How are you drawing the circle wider? Another good little song. It is, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we want to thank you for doing, uh, tuning in today. And um, we hope that you go online and pick up some items uh, for you and uh, family members. Um, I don't know what holiday is next. Just make up one um, and, and buy it for whomever. Um, you know, you can start stocking up on your uh, Christmas gag gifts now. And uh, it would be really great to... Um, uh, you know, have some bearded theologians, uh, I'll call it white elephant gifts. Um, and, uh, you know, it's that time of year, start thinking about Christmas cause it's coming. It'll be here before you know it. Um, so for the bearded theologians, I'm Matt Franks. I'm Zach Bechtold. Thanks for checking us out. First guys, I want you to subscribe and like this video and put that thumbs, push that thumbs up. Thank you for listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share on all social media outlets. You can check out old episodes and more information at beardedtheologians.com. Thanks for checking us out.